love is our true destiny. We do not find the meaning of life by ourselves alone. We find it with another. Thomas Merton. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of uh, Commoners Honing All Disciplines podcast. The Valentine's Day Blues. So, obviously, Valentine's Day is coming up. The, uh, the Monday after this comes out. And, um, yeah, that might be a good thing for some people. That might be a somber occasion for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just going to talk about Valentine's Day, the origins, you know, what it's become. And then we're going to talk about women. Yeah, this is a very, very exciting episode for me. Um, <laughs> it's very, I, I like the way I want to preface it is, um, you know, as you're listening, um, if we say anything that's out of pocket, you know, just understand you, while you're listening to this, you need to make sure you take literally everything we say out of context, like make sure you take it out of context, right? Like don't be smart and try to make context so it makes sense. No, no, no. Definitely take it out of context, you know, because that's what smart people do. And just just go with it, man. Just just be like, wow, these guys are stupid as fuck. <laughs> if you're deciding to take things out of context, which is probably stupid. So I'll preface which it with that. It's inevitable. It is inevitable. So we're just going to preface it with that. The people who take things out of context are stupid. So when they do it, they know that they're stupid. Anyways, I'm really excited about this episode. I I have a lot of, I wouldn't say experience, but I have a lot of like, I don't know, general knowledge about like dating, um, romance, you know, what it means to actually pursue a woman, you know, what, how that changes as you get older from like high school to college and then like or university and then afterwards, you know, it does change that process and into the workforce. A lot of people, you know, they start dating someone from their work and it makes sense because you're probably very similar to the people who work in your field, right? So we're going to, um, we're definitely going to go into dating in, you know, those different parts of your life and how that changes, right? So we're going to start off here with a little bit on the origins of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of been lost on people with the, the modern Valentine's Day being so consumerist and just full of crap, and we'll get into that after, but, uh, yeah, the Valentine was a saint, uh, basically during the late 3rd century, in the Roman Empire, um, you had Christians being persecuted uh, all the time during this period because it was before the Constantine reforms and uh, the legalization of Christianity. Um, and at the time, the Emperor uh, Claudius II um, believed that soldiers would be more effective if they weren't wanting to go back to their their families and their wives so they actually banned roman soldiers from being married which is kind of extreme 
Um, so what St. Valentine did, um, he married Christian soldiers in secret so that they could have wives still, despite the ban on marriage. So Let's as a result, we celebrate love on the Feast of St. Valentine. This um, reminds me of a very similar situation happening right now, but not as extreme as not being able to marry, but, um, you know, you know, banning certain things so people can't do certain things. Yeah, that's a very interesting, uh, interesting mm. historical parallel there. Um, but anyways, St. Valentine was a total Chad, you know, total and only Chad, Chad, only Chads can become saints. Um, I think that's that's actually probably that probably holds pretty true. Only Chads mm-hmm. and Stacys can become saints. So if you want to become I a agree. saint, you know, you got to get right with yourself so you can get right with God. Um, and be a Chad. So yeah, Saint Valentine's Day was supposed to be about marriage. It's about marriage and commitment and real love, not like. You know, and now they now they have discounts on sex toys and disgusting, yeah, <laughs> all manner of disgusting things on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's been totally perverted from what the original thing was about. Very sad, very disgusting. It's which is satanic, by the way. It's a it is satanic. Inversion. It's a total inversion, perversion of what like we're supposed to be doing as as good humans and you know good christians and this is how we're gonna not do that this year this is how we're gonna make sure you don't fall into the same traps this year and i'm not saying that you shouldn't celebrate the day i'm just saying you should celebrate it in a way that's honorable right so if you're not dating someone you know i know there's probably not too many bars and clubs open in canada right now but don't just go out looking for like a cheap hookup because you're lonely. Don't mm. do that, man. It's not worth it. Go and become the man you would want, you know, to be while pursuing women. So if you're not dating man, someone, you want your daughter to marry. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good way to look at it. That's a very simple mm-hmm. and easy way to look at it. Um, so look at that and say, "Am I there yet?" Chances are you're not, and and you may never be, but but at some point you say, okay, I'm I'm good for now, I'm good with myself, I'm good with um, you know, my partner, um, my girlfriend, my wife, whatever, eventually wife, and you can say, okay, I'm gonna, you know, make a commitment now because I can, because I have the strength to do it, and hopefully have the financial means as well eventually. So I guess we'll start with like. You know, what to do instead of just looking for a cheap hookup or something stupid and unnecessary on Valentine's Day. Well, why don't you do something you enjoy? Why don't you go out with your parents, right? Oh, it seems embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. Well, to who? Because your parents have raised you. They've taken care of you your whole life. God willing, they've been good parents and they've done that for you. You know, why don't you treat them to something? Why don't you treat them to something good? Because they committed to you, right? Not 
it through an act of love, not through an act of romance, but an act of pure love. Hopefully they committed to mm-hmm. raising you and they weren't perfect, but no people are. And they probably try their best, hopefully. So why not, you know, show some love to them back? I think that's very respectable. Uh, that's yeah, a very respectable. It's also thing one of the ten, 10 commandments is that you should honor your parents. And if, they, yeah. if you make the day just about celebrating all love, not just romantic love, then, you know, it's, you can make the day about your love for God and your love for your parents. Um, yeah, if you don't have any, any romantic partner yet. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good a idea to put it. Or you can just, you know, if that if that's not feasible, you know, just give them a call, whatever, give them FaceTime, you know, and then do something that you enjoy, right? You do show a little love to yourself, you know. It's really it's really cringe when people say stuff like this, and I really, you know, I hate the wording, but I I do agree with the idea that you need to take care of yourself in one way or another, right? You need to say, yeah. I just need a break from this stuff right now. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat a good, nice meal. And I'm going to do whatever I enjoy. I'm going to play a video game. I'm going to watch a movie. You know, if you'd like make art, you can make art. If you like just scrolling on Twitter, you know, kind of let yourself just enjoy the day. Um, show a little bit of love to yourself there. Take care of yourself. You know, you got to stay sane, right? How are you going to date people if you're insane and, and you can't, you know, take care of yourself? Like, <laughs> It's part of hygiene, the idea Date of someone like, else who's also insane. Yeah, not good, not good. <laughs> but it's the idea of hygiene goes beyond the body. It has you have to have hygiene for your brain and you have to have hygiene for your soul. Um, and that's one of those things where if you take care of yourself and you're honest, like that's like soul hygiene, that's like mental hygiene. It's really good for you. And it's good for others mm-hmm. around you because when you become a better person, as an individual, the world becomes a better place. And it's actually that simple, right? If every individual becomes better, the whole world will become better. So why not start with yourself? And this gets into why you shouldn't do things that, you know, let's say corporations and uh, (laughs) elites in the media and elites in power want why, you to do why do the elites want us to have multiple partners <laughs> why do they want you to watch porn it's a very good question and the yeah. whole idea is one um lack of control lack of impulse control lack of commitment you know the falling apart of the of the strong man it's easy to control a population and to keep people down essentially when they can't essentially keep keep it in their pants um, yeah and there's historical truth to that. Like you can look at a lot of empires have collapsed simply because people have not been able to keep it in their pants. They've been, they've done so true. degenerate things that are totally, totally gross. Even by today's standards, as much as we accept in today's society, which maybe not everyone accepts, I certainly don't, but it was even worse then than it is now. And they collapsed. So, I'm sure we are not so far away. Um, but anyways, this leads into... Yeah, it's, it's a thing, um, it's a big part of being like a man, in my opinion, is just if you can control that urge, you're already like better than 90% of the other men. Yeah, and you you've stand got, out. You've got reins on it, right? It's like, mm-hmm. that's the strongest urge you have. And now you can control it and direct it. 
Like you're super powerful yeah. at that point. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the idea of like if you um, and I I think of it like a like a calculation. My my brain just works that way. But imagine you spent like I don't know one to two hours of your day just thinking about like sex and just thinking about like um deviant thoughts and all that stuff and and you actually put time and energy into that dude that's like two hours of your whole day for like years and it's Mm -hmm. chances are it's if it's not with like another girl if it's not with like your wife if it's not with a real person it's it's just it's just gonna literally give you brain damage essentially literally and then waste your time and then you're gonna have to essentially spend time fixing that in the future um uh, to scare you guys about like you know porn usage and all that stuff uh, i think it's 50 percent of men over 40 have erectile dysfunction 50 percent and most of those men it is not because they physically cannot get it going it's because mentally they cannot do it they have given themselves essentially brain damage from over usage of sexual content so stay away resist 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 yeah with all I, I know we life. talked about uh porn before but like it's really important fellas um especially i'm <laughs> brothers yeah, our our audience is just the fellas you know um just the fellas actually like if you spend valentine's day jerking off i'm gonna find you and like let me slap you <laughs> because <laughs> real. that's real by the way it's it that's, is real by the way he's like he's the, like the valentine's day santa claus he's gonna come down your yeah. and beat the crap out of you <laughs> that's the valentine's Actually, day <laughs> santa no like you. honestly if you spend valentine's day on a porn site like Boo. get out of my face like you, you, you failed bad. I'm yeah. not. I'm not big into shaming people about certain things, but you should feel last. Bad, maybe, maybe you did it last year, but this year, since you listened to this, you better not. Different. You better not. Because I know do they do like free premium or whatever, like gross, they, they entice you, but don't get sucked back in. Don't get sucked in, bros. Um, do do something. You know what's a good idea? Um, I know how we were saying do things you enjoy. Do something you enjoy outside. Do something you enjoy yeah, away from idea. your cell phone potentially. If you're really struggling with that habit still. Do it away from your phone. Do it away from your computer, right? Do something. you Go hang out with friends that are single, right? Or even, you know what, as bad as it sounds, you know, if if you have a group of friends that want to go out on Valentine's Day, you know, go with them. Observe their relationships. See what they do right. See what they do wrong. You know, you can talk. You should talk to your friends about this and be like, hey, what do you kind of do for date ideas? What do you kind of do for this? How did you guys, if you don't know, how did you guys meet? Um, Yeah, it's not a bad idea. You know, it just it's it's a good idea to gauge other people because modern dating has changed so much, and you'll get all levels. Like I was saying, of like people who met in high school, people who met in college, people who met after college and uni at work. Um, you know, it's it's good to get those levels of like what happens because I can tell you for a fact in high school, when you get friend zoned, it's like the end of the world. <laughs> like when over. you call it's so it, over. It's, it's so over, right? But. <laughs> But in college and university, it's not as bad because um, if the woman is a decent woman, you know, being friends first is good because you gauge how you are with each other and just like kind of hanging out and not really doing anything, just just doing things like that aren't even dates necessarily. It's not that bad. It's like courting, right? It's the idea of like courting. 
which is good. It's very good. I like that. It's, it's very traditional in that sense. When you're, yeah, able to pursue, when you're able to pursue a woman and maybe she's being pursued by other men, but like, how can you be the one who she wants, right? What can you do to be the one that she wants? And at the end of the day, there, it might be way out of your control. And, and that's the reality, right? That's why you have to be okay with yourself. That is why a hundred percent why you have to be like really good with yourself before you decide to attempt to commit another with a woman because she may still reject you, she may still leave you, she may still cheat on you, like all these bad things may still happen, but at the end of the day, you have to be the, the rock in which yeah. says, I'm only gonna tolerate like, you know, reasonable behavior. I'm not gonna tolerate unacceptable behavior. And and as you go through time, you'll know what that is. You will know what that is. That's why experience is a good idea. You know, listening to us for sure, listening to other podcasts. Um, Dr. Phil has a really good podcast on marriage uh, and dating. And if you want to get serious about that stuff, you should definitely listen to someone like him. He's been married just out of experience. He's been married for like 50 years. Um, and him and his wife has have a very good relationship based on the way they talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. and I hope that's real. Right. But he still does have the Hopefully. psychological knowledge. Um, so you can listen to someone like him with pretty good confidence. I think his podcast got weird later in the year because of like later in the year because of like COVID stuff. Like he kind of went like, uh, this sucks right now. So I'm going to just take a break, which is fine. Right. It, it really messed with a lot of people's heads, especially in the beginning when people were afraid. Um, but yeah, you definitely check yeah, out. I've, that I've never listened to Dr. Phil's yeah. podcast. But, uh... It's a bit of a more for more mature audience, obviously, because it's about marriage. But mm-hmm. um, I listened to it and I got a lot out of it. I got a lot because uh, it helps with dating, right? The idea is like, what the hell are you dating for if it's not for marriage? So why should you not know what's supposed to be good in marriage so you can practice it while you're dating? It's not that complicated. Makes um, sense. Same. Same with like being a mother or being a father. What does it mean to be a good father? So before it happens, you can at least attempt to practice it. Um, same, yeah, like being a good woman, being a good mother. It's the same thing. You have to practice these things before you can get good at them. Yeah, practicing them in marriage makes more sense, but you know, doing it beforehand um, is probably going to lead to a better marriage, arguably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people do marriage counseling before they get married. I think it's a really good idea. Because then you're both on the same page. A lot of people have the the block, though, in their mind, like, well, we don't need counseling if we don't have a problem. But it's like doing it preemptively might actually Mm -hmm. be the thing that saves you later. It could be years later. You you would have been more more happy. might even save your marriage the fact that you did that preemptively. And this is also the problem with emotional... um love is is that it can blind you to certain things and that's why you need to know what you can tolerate and not tolerate in a relationship you like need it's like vital information to know what you do not want um Mm -hmm. and marriage counseling you know preemptively couples counseling even if you don't have a problem uh i know in the catholic faith before we do marriage they have marriage classes and they'll have individual yeah. sessions with people. And I think that's a phenomenal idea. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. And it really helps people be like, oh, okay, this is what this is what they mean, like what what marriage really is. And a lot of people don't really think about what marriage really is. Like 
people think about like the wedding day and the honeymoon and dude, you're spending like, you have to realize, and I'm not saying this to scare anyone. I'm saying this to make, show people the reality. If you believe in marriage, truly, you're going to be with the same woman for 50 plus years. The looks are going to fade. Um, like the spark. No, it's, it's true. And yours will too, right? I know. And this, this spark uh, of attractiveness may fade a little bit, but the whole idea is like the, the person you want to marry, you have to be attracted to like their heart and their soul. You have to be attracted to every part of them. Right. And again, there's going to be parts of them that you, you don't necessarily like too much, but as long as it's not intolerable, it's still worth marrying someone for. So you know, obviously you got to do your own thing and people got to do the counseling. They got to put in the work. Like it's, it takes effort because it's a worthwhile endeavor. That's the whole point. Everything that is worthwhile takes effort. I'm going to say it again because sometimes guys don't get this. Everything that is worthwhile, anything and everything takes effort and a hell of a lot of it. So you better be prepared. It is not a joke. It is not a game at the end of the day. Yeah, pick up, pick being like a pickup artist, doing cold approaches, all that stuff. It's important to find a woman. But the, the once you're in a committed relationship, you have to not play a game anymore. You have to actually perform. You know what I mean? Like it's the real deal now. Everything you've learned has accumulated in how can I be a good boyfriend? How can I be a good husband? How can I serve properly? And be fair to myself and my and my uh, spouse, my partner, my girlfriend, right? Yeah, so with that, I think we can get into the levels of dating. But just before that, the thing everyone has culture. to hear, but no one wants to hear, especially <laughs> the chads who can corner 80% of the market of women, and there's mm -hmm. only 20% of them, which is pretty based not gonna lie good for you guys but um you know save some for the rest of us kind of thing that's what i'm gonna say basically save some for the rest of us you know i know you know people make their own decisions um that's right? that's kind of blackpilling though for for most yeah, dudes it can be blackpilling unless you are unless you are the chat and then you're like i'm yeah. good um, but uh yeah like it sounds but bad. It's not, it's really not, it's not the end of the world, right? That's that's yeah. what we want to get into. Is it? That's more. It's more related not, to like dating sites, you know, Tinder. Yeah. Bumble, as long as you stay off crap. Tinder, it's, it doesn't really become a problem. No, not as much. Not as much. Because, and this is an important factor, and this is what guys don't get, is women don't care about how you look as much as you care about how they look. Except on dating this. sites. Except on dating sites. And that's the problem with them is because it, it's, um, it's a perversion of like what uh, girls, essentially what women look for uh, mm -hmm. in marriage is not necessarily looks. As long as you're decent looking, as literally as long as you're like average, you can get almost any woman. Um. If you're smart, if you're funny, you know, obviously money helps. Um, you're financially secure. You're confident in yourself. You're confident in your life experiences. You've dealt with whatever regrets you've had. 
you've worked to change them. So, you know, that's all you need to know. That should give you guys a lot of hope, right? As long as you're average looking, what does it mean to be average looking? You're not too overweight. You're not too skinny. You know, you do your hair decently. You trim your beard. You have good hygiene. That's pretty much all it takes. Yeah, most of it is just effort. And for some people, to be fair, for some people, um, unfortunately, not everyone's blessed uh, to even be average. So for you guys, Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, you know, you have to be more yourself than anyone else. Like you have to be unapologetically yourself more than anyone else, more than anyone who's average or handsome. Like you just have to be you like, um, for guys who are, you know, they might have some sort of disability for guys who are like, you know, have some sort of handicap, like, dude, that's fine. That doesn't make you less of a man. What makes you less of a man is taking that and saying, I'm not going to be everything I can be with my limitations. That's what makes, that's what makes men, men is with all my limitations, I'm still going to reach for the highest aim I can. I'm not going to let them stop me that would otherwise stop other people. Fuck that shit. You're better than that. I hope you listen to this and and realize you are better than that and you deserve to be better than that, but you got to put in the work to do it because like I said, if it's worthwhile, it's going to take effort. And I think it's worthwhile to go beyond whatever limitations you'd have physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, and spiritually to be a better man, to be a better person. So that's for all my boys out there who being black pilled is cringe. Yeah. Being black pilled is cringe because there's people in a lot worse situations than you who get way more girls. So grow the fuck up. Stop being a loser. Become a vol cell. Um, (laughs) Become a Chad. Become an average looking Chad. It's not hard. Right. It's, it's, it's not, I'm not gonna say it's not hard. It's, it's hard, but it's worth it. So bust your ass out there, boys, you know, put in the work, put in the hours. Um, you know, it is about drive. It is absolutely about power. So you know what you got to do. Got to stay hungry. You got to devour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's an old meme at this point, man. That's going to make that's I know, gonna, is that, I know. Does that age me? No, it's not that old. You <laughs> can throw that in there once in a while. Yeah, that's fine. Um, as, uh, yeah. Also, um, uh, this is an important tip. Uh you know, quirked up white boy, goaded with the sauce, bust it down sexual style. If you get that, <laughs> you get it. You know what I mean? It's it's not over for you. It's totally <laughs> not over for you if you get that one thing. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Something about... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, okay, I remember. Basically, um, the contrast between meeting a woman in real life and the internet. When you meet her in real life and you walk up to her, you are the only person that she is thinking about and can see Mm. at that point. On the internet, she has literally thousands of other men to choose from. So why would you put yourself in those odds? You're either the only one or thousands and obviously this has um kind of subverted women a little bit like i don't know if that's the right 
word to say, but basically yeah, it's, it's like, kind of subverted their perception because they think they have options. so many options. Even yeah. for men, though. Even for men, though. It, it does harm to both um, sexes, you know? Like, it, like, you, like, there's way too many options to choose from. It can really put men in a position of, like, what's it called? Um, indecision, which is not good as a man. You do not want to be hesitant. You do not want to be indecisive. Uh, you want to. Have be you ever seen a woman's Tinder? Yourself. Like from from her perspective, it's literally like literally thousands of men. Yeah, I can imagine, especially for more like, attractive women, right? Thousands of messages. Just it's weird. It's a weird thing. And it's to look not at. good because you know half most of the time she's not going to meet like. Even like a tenth of that, yeah, like probably less than a close. tenth, probably like one hundredth of that. Probably she's gonna actually pursue and meet, but it gets well, in like a woman's head that like she can get any guy and she might want to be with any guy, and that's not mm-hmm. good because you end up with one. She might want to be with most every people, guy. Yeah, most people end up with one. They end up monogamous. So don't don't think because you can pick all these multiple partners that you won't still end up with one and that won't have consequences on your future. And this goes for men as well, because as much risk as there are for women in hookup culture, which there's much more, um, you know, STIs, STDs, whatever you want to call them, pregnancy, Mm -hmm. um, the potential, uh, you know, actual physical damage and abuse because men can do that, right? They can still do that just because you've chosen a man who's, handsome whatever he can still abuse you um men can be and they can be emotionally manipulated same with men uh they can be emotionally manipulated too um, True. but they're less likely to be emotionally manipulated uh and same with abuse they're less likely to be abused it still happens i'm not saying it doesn't happen but and you still get the stis you still get the stds potentially um it skews your idea of sex it skews your idea of like the what a woman actually is um rather than you know i guess it sounds kind of cringe but like that for me the idea of a woman is like someone to be cherished and someone who you can actually give yourself to and if thousands of men have given themselves to her why would you want to give yourself to that too you're like what's that thing it's like um a good a good key opens many locks, but a, a shitty lock is opened by many keys or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and I know it sounds bad, but like the reality of the situation is it is easier for women to get men than it is for men to get women. And it's mm-hmm. it's actually just that simple, right? Um, women have – and this is what pisses me off too. Women have all the power when it comes to this shit, and they fucking relinquish it like it's nothing. They think mm. it's empowering to relinquish it. It's bullshit. Women. Take your power back. Keep it in your pants and you'll have men fawning over you. They'll, that's when men really simp, mm-hmm. right? That's when they really start to simp. And I'm not saying men should simp. But women, understand you have power. Understand you can have your simps. And choose the man who says, I want you regardless if, I can, if we can do all that shit right now. And, you know, have, you want a man that can resist that charm and just says, I want you for you. And that I hope that comes with all the other benefits of that, mm-hmm. right? That's why men, you have to be able to say, yes, women have the power, but I have the power to resist. So it, it, it balances out there, right? Um, it's very important interesting. that women I, hear that. So I want to explain the uh, difference to people of how 
the male female brain works and kind of like the the whole phenomenon of the simp um because you can kind of really get into that it's like basically if you see women online they've got you know hundreds even thousands depending on how many followers they have of men who are just like giving them constant attention and what it is it's like these men are just saying i will commit to you right away because women want commitment the same way that men want sex it's the same um, good that's a good psychological process yeah so basically all these men are coming in and and saying i'll commit to you right away and she's like well i didn't have to do anything besides exist to get you to commit to me so why would i be interested so if this is the key to not being a sim is don't commit to a woman right away be slow to commit and you know Mm. be hard to get i guess they Normally yeah, and that's, and that's the men's power, right? Like the woman's power is the idea that she can give out, um, you know, as fucked up as it is, she can essentially validate men and be like, I can and give out like sexual pleasure right away at any point in time mm-hmm. and validate the male's idea that like, oh yeah, I can get girls, I can do this, I can do that, blah, blah, blah. Committing is the hard part for men. Yeah. That's the point. Committing is the hard part. So if you can do the easy part, it doesn't make you that much of a man. It's kind of ingrained in us to do that naturally, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a, t- a Mediterranean guy, you know. <laughs> you know how it is, right? It's a high, very high sex drive there. And you would know what to do without porn. Trust me. You would know what to do. You don't need nothing teaching you, okay? You don't need to watch it. Trust me. It's very innate um, for Mediterranean dudes. And that's why you have to have the power to say no. Because we are I'm simps. A, we can be simps if we allow it to happen. Total I'm a Nordic simp. guy, so I'm autistic. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian <laughs> dudes be like semi-autistic, but super chad because they're like, I just don't care what women <laughs> say to me. I'm not going to like give in, which is super Literally me. You know, it's like an anti-simp gene, which makes them like totally epic. So, you know, we don't have <laughs> that. We have to like resist the simp nature. Resist the simping urge. Yeah, That's like cool. if you ever see like a guy with like a, a rose in his teeth and he's like playing the guitar for a woman, it's always a med. It's always yeah. some like Mediterranean guy, Spanish. Always a med guy, and that's cringe. That's cringe, <clears throat> right? That's like a total like peacocking bullshit. It's like, you know, do that if you do that for multiple women, it's cringe. If you do that on a romantic date, your girlfriend's gonna like you even more. That's the difference, right? Uh, one You're one policy, but I think. I think you should have never compliment a woman until she compliments you first. Oh, that's actually good. That's a good one. I, I don't really have that's that. That's usually, I, again, usually my policy. I'm like a half simp, quarter simp, <laughs> uh, whatever you call simp. it. But uh, that's a good policy. <laughs> I'm one quarter simp. Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> I'm um, quarter simp. <laughs> yeah, I'm quarter simp. It's in my genetics. It's in my DNA. I actually got a Ancestry.com. It's like. Seventy-five percent Italian, twenty-five percent. But yeah, like just, just you know, fight that urge, fight that urge to just like be romantic right away. Fight the urge to just like you know hand out compliments like it's nothing. Um, but when yeah. you're in a relationship, you want to kind of have the give and take of like, yes, you should compliment her, you should be initiating. Yes, this yes, is a big that's... thing. Like in the relationship, you have to be initiating. Um, at least 
I would say if you're doing a mathematical uh, equation, two thirds of the time to three quarters of the time, you have to initiate like, you know, romantic things of, of all kinds mm-hmm. So physically, you know, That's dates, what she wants. all that stuff. Um, and she should, you, she should initiate some because it's important that there's a give and take, but it is the man's, I do believe it is the man's responsibility to initiate most of those interactions. So a good majority, again, two thirds, which is about 60% to 75% or more to a quarter or to 80%, right? So 60, 60 to mm-hmm. 80% of the interactions that you guys have, you should be initiating, right? Um, and we haven't even gone into like shit tests, man. I don't even think we're going to get into like shit testing today because that's just a whole nother. Probably not. That's a whole nother game. That's like the whole idea of like the competition market. And yeah, oh, I mean, we, we yeah, knew this was going to be a long episode, probably multiple yeah, episodes. Just there's definitely so going to be a second part to this of the stuff we didn't talk about. Um, so I guess we talked kind of talked about hookup culture here. We kind of talked about commitments. We talked about, you know, the idea of women who respect men who reject them and men respect women who are able to, you know, choose a committed partner rather than give themselves to multiple uncommitted partners. It's very mm-hmm. telling of a woman to be able to do that, um, especially in today's society where it's so yeah, for men and especially. women, where it's so rampantly pushed that like you need to be with multiple partners. It's like that's total cope. Um, you don't need to be with multiple partners at all. It's good to have, it's good to date multiple people, but you don't need to have multiple sexual partners. You should have dating experience. Um, You know, the idea that you need to be having all this sex with people is ridiculous. The point of that is you're using, the reality is if you're not going to commit to someone and you're having sex with them, you are using someone else as a tool for masturbation. True. Simply put. You are essentially using, like, you see a girl as a flashlight, and that's, like, really messed up, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so bad to, to view it like that. And, and a girl can see you as, a, like, a dildo, basically. It's like, what the hell, man? Is that what I am? Is, is that what you are? Do you want to be treated like that, too? Like, are you, like, some men will say, yeah, yeah, of course, because they want yeah. the pressure, right? But at the end of the day, imagine you're treated like that in an actual relationship. You're really going to want that. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, you're really going to want that when she's trying to raise kids and you're trying to make money and, and that's all you're going to want in the relationship. Yeah, you're not going to want support. You're not going to want like love and care and mutual respect mm-hmm. and mutual effort. No, you're going to want just physical things. Yeah. Okay, man. Sure. Convince yourself of that. When you're 30, see if you want the same things, dude. I don't know. I don't think it'll be like that. But No, whatever. definitely not. I think most most people uh, do actually want the real, like I said, a real relationship. That's not just that, but you know, they're so empty and like I don't know why it's pushed so often that you need to do that first and then get to the other stuff. When I think a more natural relationship comes from, you know, it follows. You meet them, then you get to know them, then you decide you like them, then you maybe get married, and then you do that. Yeah, it's like the idea of like this is my this is my issue with like the fact that people are becoming more mature and financially stable later in life, their sexual maturity is very clearly changing as well in a weird way. Yeah. Um that's interesting. So don't be too. afraid to be patient. Don't be afraid to wait. Like don't be afraid to be like I want to 
I don't want to do anything unless it's with someone I actually genuinely love. Uh, that's a very good policy, right? In terms of like waiting for that stuff, you know, I don't even, I don't condone premarital sex at all. Um, but if you're going to do it, and obviously I couldn't stop you, I'm not going to stop you. If you're going to do it, <laughs> do not do it with someone you do not love in any circumstance. Don't do it just because you don't want to be a virgin anymore. There's a mm-hmm. power in the idea that like you've resisted the temptation of women for a long amount of time. Uh, there's a power True. in the idea that you've resisted pornography for a long period of time. Um, and you have that power, but you have to decide to use it, right? Because once this is a problem, people are like, oh, I want to lose my virginity so bad, blah, blah, blah. Once it's gone, it's gone forever. And you cannot get it mm-hmm. back. I don't care if you're a man. You've broken that like seal essentially and a woman it's there's physical consequences to that too in a woman so like you know women get way more consequences from this stuff and you as a man because you're strong and you're dependable and responsible should not perpetuate hookup culture if you're a good man you should not perpetuate it dating is important you know being friends with women especially when you get older and it's like you want to be like kind of have a base for that uh relationship to flourish right you have to be like what do we have in common what don't we have in common you know what do we like to share what do we don't like to share are we independent that's a big deal right are you independent um Mm -hmm. as you get older in high school chances are your relationship tends to be codependent um and that's normal and and a lot of people like high school sweethearts they can grow out of that which is really good where they're like yeah we need to be more independent and we both agree and we both communicated this and we want to have a better relationship in the future. So we're kind of going to take a break. You don't have to break up, but you can be like, okay, maybe we should be alone for a while and say, I'm not going to, I don't want to be with anyone else, but we should be alone for a while. And that's actually very normal for high school sweethearts to at least break up like once, once or twice, um, you know, before being in a fully loving, committed relationship like marriage. It's very normal because like I said, there's all these options and you, and you change as you get older and you don't know if your partner's changing with you. You don't know if with all these circumstances, um, and it's hard. It's very difficult to say, I want to commit to one person when you're like 16. It's very difficult. Right? Mm-hmm. When you're 25, you go, oh, I know a lot more about myself now. Um, they know a lot more about themselves now. Um, and we can know if like we want this or, or not, right? Um, and if you don't want something, this is an insanely big. This goes for men. This goes for women. If you no longer want something, as much as you put an in effort into the relationship, as much as you tried, as much as you've improved each other and you've improved as individuals, if you don't want any more, just tell the person. As hard as it is, it's better to tell them that you don't want it anymore early on than you keep leading them on. And then after a year and a half, they're like, how long have you not wanted this? And you tell them you haven't wanted this for a year and a half, man, they're going to feel like shit and you're going to feel stupid as hell. So if you start not wanting someone, give it a month, maybe give it a couple months, feel it out. If it really doesn't come back, if you really can't feel the spark, you can't have that passion anymore. And you've tried and you legitimately have tried. You've gone on dates, you've been romantic, you know, and it's just not there. Tell them, tell them sooner or later, feel it out, but but really tell them sooner or later because, you know, it's not worth, worth wasting their time. And, and that's what being a good person is about is, is right. It's like making hard decisions. And especially if you've been with someone for a long time and you've seen a future together and you know, you really expected something more to come out of it than just dating. 
you really expected marriage and you just don't want them anymore. Like there is there, there may be nothing you can do about that. And you have to accept that. And mm. straight up, that's the sunk, sunk cost fallacy too. You get into, <clears throat> well, I've been yeah, with them I, for this long. So, you know, I, I've already put in this much time and I might as well try to stick it out. Even if it keeps getting worse, yeah. but that's obviously not, uh, it's always better to just, um, cut your losses. if You know, it's not going to work. Yeah. And you have to be fair to the other person too, right? Like the idea is yeah, uh, relationships are like, I say a hundred percent, a hundred percent, because the idea is you both put in equal full effort towards the relationship. Um, sometimes it's 120% to 80%. Sometimes it's 60% to 140%. Sometimes it's the other way around for, for the partners, right? Like you have to try a bit more because someone's going through something or whatever. Um, you're both putting in like that equal 100% effort. And if you're not doing that, if you, if you don't have the motivation to do that, you do have to be honest. And, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, it sucks to be broken up with on Valentine's Day, but it's better than having a fake like date with them. It's better than like anything you could do. That's not authentic. Being authentic is like number one. You have to be you all the time, whatever that means. You have to improve yourself so you can become a better version of you. You, you can have more precise language. You can have more, you can have better communication skills or you can be physically stronger. You can be mentally tougher because you're willing to with, with, withstand adversity rather than just be comfortable you can improve in all those ways, but at the end of the day, if you're not authentic with your feelings, because you can't control your feelings, all those other things you can control, your mental fortitude, um, your your adversity resistance, your physical strength, um, your mental fortitude, your intelligence, right? Your financial stability, that's a little bit out of your control, but you can like lean towards better chances with financial stability. But with your emotions, they come as they please. And you have to mm-hmm. choose how you react to them. That's that's what it means to be mentally strong and mentally reliable. That's what it means to be the most reliable person at your father's funeral is the idea of like, you're going to be sad. If you're not sad, there's probably an issue. You're going to be sad. How can you use that sadness to honor your father's memory, right? How can you use that sadness to be reliable in that situation, right? You know, take your time to mourn. But when like push comes to shove and people need someone they can rely on, you have to be that person. Like that's a very simple way to put it. And that's a modern way to put it. But the idea is like, (laughs) I guess the ancient idea is like invaders come to your door. Are you prepared to fight to the death for your family and your neighbors and your, and your village or your country? Um, It's really been kind of dumbed down and, I would hope we can come to the point where we become so reliable. We are willing to fight for our country and our families and our, you know, and Christ ultimately fight for the ability to worship. Um, But, you know, that's being a man has kind of been reduced to, unfortunately, simply being reliable in difficult situations. But I guess the principle still holds true. It's just the metaphor changed. The principle oh, that was that was well said. Yeah, you have to be able to fight for all these things, not just one aspect. Being a man is about being a whole multitude of things. Um, 
at the same time, which is, is difficult, but it's, it is difficult to be a man. That's just a fact. Um, anyway, and it's worth we're it. We're going to get into the, yeah, oh yeah, worth it 100%. And, and it is worth it to, to find a wife, I think. Absolutely. I, I, I would say as much as the risk is, um, the, the, the fear of divorce, the fear of separation, the fear of, of your partner dying, the fear of falling out of love, as difficult as all those things are, the idea that you may be able to spend the rest of your life with someone who you genuinely love and who genuinely loves you and you can share essentially everything. And you can have children together, right? You can share your love so much that you can create new life. That is the most, I think that's the most powerful thing any human can do, right? And, and evolutionarily, that's like the biggest success story is like you're able to be committed enough. You're able to be strong enough that like a woman is who is also strong and also committed is willing to have children with you because they can trust you. It's very Darwinian. But it's also very like that's like having children is like the the part of like human life that's like so vital to humanity because like obviously we don't have children humans will just die out right so very simply like having children is like the most human thing you can do in a way yeah it, and it, obviously you need a woman to do that but not just in the, the physical sense you need the woman um to support you for this like yeah it, the women was literally created for man like i don't care from from man sexist from man from man for man man. and man man's existence obviously because women exist now is for women that's that's that two-sided thing right is you know the man has to be strong enough to do his side of that job and support the woman in his way and be the foundation and be the rock and be the base right and be the you know, be the man and woman from man, right? Literally from man. So if you're a yes. bad man, you cannot get a good woman. But if you're a good man, you can get a great woman because whatever you give her, she will multiply. She, the idea of like man planting, their, man planting their seed. Um, and, you know, it's very human. The idea of like, if you have a great woman, she will want to have, many kids with you she will want to spend a long life with you right she will want to love you and cherish you for a full life and if you're a crappy guy um good luck with that good luck with that dude so you have to you really have to put in the put it in gear you got to kick it into overdrive you got to get as good as you can and i guess that's when you should not be seeking a woman is like i'm not prepared to pursue a committed relationship right now that's when you should say i'm not going to pursue women yeah it can sound sucky and it can be like well what if i meet a woman it's like that's fine if you meet a woman by chance that you really like or you really connect with while you're in this phase like you can talk to her just you know do the thing i was saying just be friends just hang out like be independent and then get to know her and see what happens courting like you have to do the courting right this modern mm-hmm. courting is like whatever texting calling once in a while and you know it, dating has changed so much from a hundred years ago to now it's like how the hell are humans yeah. coping with it it's very clear we're not doing a very good job of coping with it properly so 
if we can make no, a slight difference to if we can make a slight difference to how men and women treat each other and act and how they should treat each other which is like dude this is like at the end of the day it's still another human and like the point is all human life is sacred so you have to try to at least respect that even if you're like i really don't like this girl i hate this girl she's really annoying she's really a horrible person and and same goes for men it's like it's still a human life at the end of the day you know so be authentic with it and just let it go yeah don't that's, be a good, vindictive. that's a good point don't be vindictive this revenge bullshit like <laughs> grow up man what are you yeah bitch? that's cringe dude grow up it's like okay the girl cheated on you move on you're not going to gain anything from trying to get revenge. You're not going to gain anything. Like women do a lot of these. I've seen women do much more petty things when guys cheat on them than when men cheat on women. Unfortunately, oh, sorry. I've seen a lot of more petty things coming from women when men cheat on them versus when women cheat on a man. Usually when a woman cheats on a man, he goes, that sucked. Uh, I yeah. hate this. We're breaking it just up. It's really sad. It's that simple because – you know, he was like, I'm ready to commit and you're being a hoe. You're being a trick ass hoe. Mm. You're being a trick ass bitch. Nah, nah, I'll play that game. Nah, son. Nah, son, I'll play that game. Um, and you leave, right? That's some Kevin Samuel shit, probably. Like, <laughs> but if a guy cheats on a girl, the woman like like, you know, whatever, try to ruin his life potentially. Crazy, yeah. Just be crazy. I've heard way more. I'm not that men don't try to do this stuff, but I've just heard way more instances of women doing this stuff anecdotally. Um, that's why as a man, to be honest, I understand how hurt women get when they do this. Although they do petty and irrational things, they're like mm-hmm. in a lot of pain, man. And you cause yeah. them. So don't do that. <laughs> it's no. not that hard. Obvious. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like it's so obvious. Don't do that. It's so obvious. It's like, you know, they reacted poorly, but you caused the reaction. Not that it's your fault, but like you could have just well, that's not the, done that. That's the masculine feminine relationship. You've done something yeah. and then it's like she multiplied it. Mm-hmm. So like, what did you expect? You brought this negative energy and now it's like, wow, an explosion of more negative energy because that's what women yeah. do. So yeah. if you that's hadn't right. been different, then she would have been different too. Yeah. Men have to realize they have to be more responsible. We have to be more responsible. Society even agrees. Society says men have to pay the child support. Society says men won't even get the custody them necessarily because, um, mm-hmm. you know, they can't handle it. Right. Because so, you have to prove a lot more as a man to get custody than you do as a, as a woman, right. As a mother and women get less jail time for the same crimes. Like it's very clear that men are treated with more responsibility for whatever reason, um, I think it's simply because men were like just more responsible for longer periods of time. I really think it's BS, like the double standards, of, the double standards of custody and like financial support and like, you know, going to jail for the same crimes. It, it's, it's, it's BS. Really, it is BS. Um, I'm not a feminist. I'm not a meninist. The whole point is like, are we, if we are saying that men and women are equal, should we not bear equal responsibility for our actions? Mm-hmm. And it's very clear that does not happen. It's very clear that men are blamed for much more in society and for good reason. And I'm okay with that. But then we have to say, yeah, me too. well, if, if men are getting more responsibility, it's very clear they have more power and they should not abuse it. And we should all, as men and women, hold men accountable, which I agree with. 
But the problem is I also agree. Women want to hold men accountable and do whatever they want and not be held accountable, which is total mm-hmm. bullshit. So if we're all going to be held accountable, I'm fine with that. If men are going to be held more accountable, I'm fine with that. But recognize that means men have more responsibility as well. Right? Yeah. Like, remember, it's called lax in a certain way. The first sin that Eve was the first one to eat the apple, but it's called the sin of Adam. Mm-hmm. Right. It was it was still him. He, he, she still convinced him to eat the apple and he should have been had the More, leadership to say no. Yeah. Right. It is so, a responsibility. Like men have to, that's why you have to initiate things. That's why you have it's to kind be of like, like doing the most effort. People might get mad, but it's like you're pa- a, a canvas, right? Like if you make a bad painting, you're not going to say it was a bad canvas. The woman mm-hmm. being the canvas in this case, it's like, you're a bad yeah. painter. That's, that's what you need to realize. Well, yeah. Cause like the idea is like the, the traditional idea is like men essentially give or like put something out there and women choose mm. to receive like that's very clear humanistic yeah that's right? like just based on our biology that's how it works men put yeah. something out and women god willing are choosing to receive uh something right so and it has to be it can't be forced or else you'll not have a good relationship that's why like that's no. like it's very clear how much harm you can do if you force yourself on someone. It's very fucked up to, to be like, I have all this power. I'm going to yeah. use it. And it's like, dude, you're a piece of shit, man. The whole point of having power is so you can make the world a better place. And if you're going to abuse that, mm-hmm. like, fuck you, essentially. Like, you have to be better. We have to yeah. be better. We have to show the world that we are better and we earn the responsibility we get. Right. We can't just get the responsibility and and not live up to it and, and not, you know, do the right thing. We have to earn the responsibility. We have to earn the respect that men deserve. And that means self-control. It means being honorable yes. to your parents, being honorable to your friends, being an authentic person, saying no when you need to, saying yes when mm. you need to. Like just being in control of yourself is the baseline for your ability to do good. I think that's the best thing I can say on, on what it means to, you know, what it means to be responsible as a man. That was well said. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good place to end it. I think we will cover topics like this and similar to this in the future just because it's so so deep and there's so many different branches you can go around so uh yes thank you everyone for listening happy by the valentine's fruit day. yeah but happy valentine's, happy valentine's day, of course. day enjoy enjoy yourself but don't masturbate or i'll slap you <laughs> or i'll say uh valentine's day claws is gonna smack you yeah i'm gonna Eat come back to me and beat your ass. Yeah, stay away from porn. Such an important message. Okay, let's end. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5.22